fuck with Hollywood code, I'm with Marley G, bro. Flying Holly Grow chicks to my Hollywood shows. And I wanna tell you something that you probably I gotta be honest know. with you, I was a little mad that they used this song for the TV show Ballers. Cause that's your jam. Cause it was one of my Lil Wayne Drake jams. <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, here we go. Ruined for me. Ruined. You know, like uh, Entourage using uh, Jade's Addiction. Oh, I found yeah. that that made the song even cooler. I like that song. <laughs> yeah, but it, doesn't it, like, if you're a fan of that song and then you're like, oh, here we go. Now everyone's going to know the song that I like. And now it's not, you know, rare. When this comes on, mm. I play this, and someone's a fan of Ballers. They're like, "Oh, that's the theme from Ballers." It's like, no, it's a song called "Right Above It" mm-hmm. that I liked before it was on a TV show. You know what? What song was ruined for me by a TV show was "Massive Attack" uh, with House. Like that song is so dope. And now when anyone hears it, they think it's the beginning of House. What? When is that? Oh, you know it. I don't know it. I didn't. I didn't. I don't, I don't remember the that beginning. Amazing Massive Attack song. Massive it's, Attack. Uh, what song oh, is it called? It's got to be their most popular song. No, Teardrop? Teardrop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teardrop yeah. is from House? Oh. Yeah, that's it. You know this song. It's the opening wow. of House. No, it's not. It's Massive Attack! No, yes. I know it's Massive Attack. <laughs> so you can relate to what I'm saying, which is you like a song and then they start using it for some show and it ruins it for I you. I kind of get why they picked this for like a medical drama though, because the beat kind of sounds like a heartbeat. And now it's oh, like yeah, all totally. the names of the cast. This is it right here? This yeah. is the part they used for House? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever saw the beginning of that show. Oh, it's good. It's a good intro. House was such a stupid show. <laughs> you know, he, he's supposed to be this medical genius, but every, like, revelation, he, he basically resolved all these very difficult medical cases because of an absolute fluke. Maybe that's how it fucking works, though, eh? I hope not. I hope there's more science. Maybe it's all fluke. Like, House is always trying to figure out what's going on. It's beyond him, and then he stumbles across, like he steps on gum, and he's like, wait a second, gum on my foot. It sticks to the ground. We need to stick the lungs together to make it all work. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, It's all coincidence. Yeah. See, I don't recognize this from House, but... Oh, really? Yeah. This is like your era, it should have been, when you were growing up. Shouldn't you have been in high school when this song was dropping? In high the school. Portishead, Bjork. I wasn't listening to Massive Attack when I was young. I was listening to um, classic rock hip. and tragically hip and Our Lady Peace. And, That's fair. Uh, you know. Great tune. Massive Attack was awesome. Oh man. my God. That yeah. song's a new album from 1998. And you could do a lot of drugs and get high and have sex to this shit all day Ooh, long. Oh, baby. Ooh. You're speaking my language. Why are you speaking my language? <laughs> yeah. Listen to this song. Smoking people... a little pot doesn't count. <laughs> That's people... not what Bundes is talking oh, about. That definitely heightens <laughs> sexual arousal. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah, weed can, yeah. But I don't think that's what Bundes He doesn't smoke weed. Most people don't even know that, like, a woman kicks in in that song and starts singing. Yeah, no. Because yeah. well, they don't they don't play that part in the house intro, right? It's just yeah, it's the just musical the music. interlude off mm-hmm. the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about something last night before I went to bed, and it was something I overheard you guys saying that uh, that I was... Hang l- on. We, you didn't overhear us saying it. It was yeah, something I remember we said t- directly to you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was thinking about something you guys said in here yesterday... Uh, when I was falling asleep and it kind of made me laugh because I thought it was so ridiculous. You guys said I was lucky 
to be hearing um, tips about what makes a good sexual experience uh, from a male perspective, okay. when you're with a female, that's or not what I said. Anyone, really? That's not what I said. Is I, I, I remember what you were talking about, or what we were talking about. What I said was, you were lucky <laughs> that you have guys in your life, yes, who speak very freely about everything in front of you. Yes, you. It's almost like you have the decoder ring. Right, mm-hmm. and you're getting information from guys firsthand on uh, <laughs> on how to be like a better wife to your husband, you know that kind of thing. Just how to be a, better in no, bed. There's really, a, there's a lot of women out there that don't have guys in their life that speak as openly as Bundis and I speak in front of you. Right, right. And that's always been that way since we've worked together. Since we worked with Robin and Wilson and other people, like we've always had a very open dialogue, mm-hmm. and it's nice. I think when you have access to people who speak freely and honestly, and it's it's yeah. a, it's a benefit that you have that some women don't have. I'm surprised. I My mean, wife I've doesn't always... have anyone like that in her life. My wife has no male friends that would talk about what makes a great blowjob, you know, or whatever. I, I remember having this male friend in high school, a Liquid Lewis, or in university. We were talking about him yesterday. I don't know if it was on the podcast or off the air. And I remember he would tell me that his favorite thing to do when getting a blowjob would be to put his hands behind his head yeah, and great. just relax. And I'm like, don't do that. Don't do that, man. I don't want to see your hands behind your head when I'm giving a blowjob, you know? Maybe for a moment, but don't leave them there. Uh, okay, so, that is so a, that's a nice tip nice that tip. you were able to give to a friend of yours. Yes. That's someone who is maybe dating... What was his name? Uh, Liquid Lewis. Okay, I so- also told him to keep his arms below shoulder level on the dance floor. Mm. Okay, so again, <laughs> great tip from somebody else, right? Yes. That, that he was lucky to have you in his life to be able to say, you know what? Girls get really offended when you have your hands behind your head as though you're just, you know, it's all about you. Right, right, Even right. though it kind of is. <laughs> Yeah, and I think you're lucky to have guys in your life that speak freely with you. And maybe you open the door to that and make it easy for guys like Bundes and I to speak freely in front maybe, of you. Maybe, maybe. Because you guys, you're not offended by anything we say, and we're not offended by anything you say, and we have that dialogue. No, yeah. I, I You guys were saying, like, enthusiasm. Just have enthusiasm. And I was thinking last night, well, fuck, obviously have enthusiasm. I mean, what do you mean have enthusiasm? Well, the, the, Just, the point mean, was, like, I, can't, I forget what, it, what the actual sex act was, but we were talking about how um, one of the biggest things to be a great sexual partner is just looking like you're enjoying being there <laughs> in that moment. But to me, that's so obvious. Yeah, but it's not. For, it's not that you For you, it's obvious, and maybe you're a great lover because of that, but a lot of women don't realize that it is key for the guy doesn't want to feel like you're doing something you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So if you're, let's just say early stages of a relationship, you're in hand job territory. Okay. <laughs> the last thing a guy wants when he's getting a hand job is to look over at the girl he's with and her basically looking at her watch, wondering how much longer this is going to take. Right. And I would say that's, not more that's, than 50% of standard blowjob fare. It's pretty or hand, or job? hand job. It, that's, a, that's like a common hand job 
uh, scenario. <laughs> Bundes, I don't know if you could relate to that, but I, uh, you know, yeah, sure. it happens way more often than you think. Sure. I mean, at the end of the day, I would rather take a hand job from a girl who's so happy to play with my dick. <laughs> over fucking a girl who's like a 10 but she's not uninterested to be there like she's starving right you know? yes enthusiasm but to me that is so obvious yeah, you but know it, yeah, it's, it's and really it's the not, same though. with women like you want if somebody's going to be going down on me i want them to almost want it more than i do and i i would assume the same thing for you i want to mm-hmm. almost be like enough please well you want to <laughs> you want them to pretend that at least because if they're not turned on you want them to pretend that they're getting turned on by turning you on the best whether it's true or not like a yes. little bit of a little bit of faking it can go a long way sometimes the you best know? head i've ever received in my life was always from people who were like super stoked to be giving head. That's right. You know, and it's like, no different than this. guys. You know, they make comments on how you taste. They can't get enough. It's like, oh my God, this what guy. What kind of comments do they make about like flavor? <laughs> my pussy tastes like chicken cherry cola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sir. You know, you taste so sweet. You taste so sweet. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so you want to hear that. Yeah. There you, you go. Comments on, oh, yeah, you taste so sweet. Oh, my God, I can't get enough. Oh, my God, I love this. This is amazing. Remember that one guy I couldn't go up the stairs? I could not go up a staircase without him <laughs> attempting to go down on me. And I remember it getting annoying at a certain point, but that's kind of what you want. <laughs> you want that relationship where there's a bit of an imbalance there, where, you know, it's almost becoming too much. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think that's the most important part. Like I I love to say, it's a great quote from a TV show that I want my cock to be, I want her, how do I say this? It's like, I want her to think of my cock as the fountain of youth and she's dying of thirst. You know what I mean? (laughs) Pretty sure you said that before too. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, look, (laughs) you don't have to be over the top. You just have to make it look like you want to be there doing what you're doing. That's the That's key. It isn't obvious, Maura. Otherwise, it wouldn't be said. You know what? If I said to you, oh, if you're thirsty, just have a glass of water, that's obvious. And most people don't need to be told that. Mm -hmm. I would only ever give you a tip or advice if I felt like it wasn't obvious. Right. Oh, why don't you try having a glass of water? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Thanks! No shit, Sherlock, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God! So you were thinking about that conversation, like, and you were thinking to yourself, "These guys are idiots." Yeah, if they think yeah, that all was, women don't know that. Well, I, yeah, I just think that, I think that um, men and women, you know, forget about the gender. Like, doesn't enthusiasm isn't that obvious? Like, if you're not enthusiastic to be there, no matter what you're doing, like that's gonna your, people feel that it's gonna come across. And uh, it's, it also, uh, I'll tell you, enthusiasm will will speed up the process. So if it is something course. you don't feel like doing and you look like somebody who's doing something they don't feel like doing, it's just going to make you have to do that that much longer if you were trying to get to the finish line. Here's a question. Yeah. Can a man be in a sexual situation and not be enthusiastic? Is that possible? Like, can you have a hard on? And not be enthused at the same time? Well, you can, there's levels of enjoyment from one to 10, and you can be hard at a one and a half. Uh, Okay. And a 10. And, uh, but also, like, one day you could touch his 
penis <laughs> and it feels like an eight on 10 yeah. and another day it might feel like a two on 10. And, and enthusiasm and th- enthusiasm will help will help br- you know bridge the gap between the days where you're a two and the days where I you're just, an eight my question is is if you have a boner are you enthused like do those two things go hand in hand it's definitely different levels of your rager right yeah like, you mm. can have a boner because you have to take a piss yeah, mm. yeah. it's not because you're turned on it yeah. could just be fit and, and so you know, interesting well you know you <laughs> This is, I'll give you an example, and this is a dark example. Okay. You could be in a situation where you don't even want to be doing what you're doing, but you can still be erect. Oh, You know what I mean? Like, yes. they're always, you know, like, a guy could be uh, molested. Right. And you could have oh, an erection. even that. So, you That's, know what I mean? That clarifies so, it for me. Yes. Yeah. So, your body can be physiologically working physiologically different than what your brain oh, is thinking. wow. Okay. And so, the enthusiasm helps, like... Yeah. It okay. Wow. See, it it's is great that we have this bi- open yeah. dialogue. That's this right. It's amazing. And I feel like everyone in their life should have somebody in it, it you know, from the other team. Yes. Be it like that, that you can just ask these questions, you know? Yeah. It is good. I'm trying to think if I have another penis question. I usually have so many. No, that's it. <laughs> it's, it's really not. It's not it's complicated. Not com- but it's it not is. complicated. At the same time, it is. Nobody wants to be with someone who is looking like they don't want to be there. It's one yes. of the number one rules. But generally, I would say that that um, I probably was thinking about this last night and laughing because all of my experiences are with men. So I don't. I think men are generally more enthused. Because it kind of goes hand in hand with an erection than women. Um, or maybe because we are so much aware of that uh, tip, so to speak. Maybe. That we are, even if we don't want to be there, we're pretending like we do. It's pretty easy. To, or don't want to be doing what we're doing, you know? Like Even if you're not in the mood, if the girl or whoever you're with um, is in the mood, that can really bring you along quicker. You know what I mean? Totally. Like you can totally get into that vibe where it's sometimes if a girl's not in the mood and you're trying, like there's nothing you're going to do that's mm. going to convince her that it's, you know, what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that um, you generally in a new relationship, everybody wants to be there because it's a new relationship, right? And it's exciting. Exactly. It's, it's after, it's people can kind of get complacent after, after a little time together. Yes. And that's where the enthusiasm can fall out. Yes. You have to be mindful of that. Yes. So, so don't put your hands behind your head when you're getting a blowjob. Okay, good tip. <laughs> I'll take that one and I will. Well, and if they go there, you stay there a couple of seconds and then move them away. Unless you're doing it because you, it's, you're it's making your each other laugh. It's, it's your birthday. Birthday. <laughs> birthdays are a laugh. Birthdays okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I had a, a girl do to me once? What? She put a cigarette in my mouth and lit it for me and then sucked my dick. <laughs> Enthusiasm. That is fucking enthusiasm right there, Bundy. That's crazy. She's like, hey, you chill. Have a smoke. Yeah. That's, That's pretty great. awesome. That's, That's pretty awesome. That's great. <laughs> Once again, I'd like to remind anyone close to me, my family members, etc. I don't want to hear that you've been listening to the podcast. Yeah, don't bring that shit up, please. Motherfucking Birdman Junior, 11th grade. Don't go anywhere. The Daily Take Two is coming up next. 
61% of single men say they believe one night stands will be a thing of the past after COVID. Bundus! Bundus! <laughs> you know what's interesting too? 47% of single women say that one night stands are going to be over. 47%. So actually, more men believe that one night stands are done than women. That's no! That means less dudes out there trying to hook up. That means more women for me. Okay, I don't know why that's bad second. news. Wait, oh, that's yeah, a really good help, point. Help me with the math here. Okay, so 40... Bundus style. Okay, no, but I want Bundus's theory here. Okay. So less one night stands is somehow good for you in what way? Okay, let's say... Let's say 50% of the male population likes to have one night stands. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. of that 50%, now 61% of them are saying, "No, nah, they're not they're not interested in doing it again." Yes. That leaves what? 39% of men left with all the women who are interested in one night stands. <laughs> right, right. That, that's better odds for for guys guys in the 39%. That's a very good point, Bundus. Yeah, I'm not. I'm happy about this, Mark. Okay, you made oh my, my day. Hey. You yeah. made my day. I really feel like I'm in a class now, and I'm not understanding the math. You know, <laughs> I, I I need a pen and paper. I need to see it visually. Need a calculator. Yeah. But Bundus is happy about it. So You're wrong, Mora. Experts are like, well, what what is going to fill a void then? What what fills the void if the one night stand Bundus is gone? <laughs> it's the void filler. That's right. Yeah, we just clarified that. No, 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 no. Uh, if men are moving away from the one-night stand, what are they doing then? Well, a lot of people say, you know what's become very, very popular? Call of Duty video no. games. <laughs> that's such a good Warzone, point. That's such a good I mean, point. No, 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 that's no. filling the void. No, Wearing no. headsets, talking to your other friends <laughs> online. No. Kill count is legit a kill count now. <laughs> oh, no. What I'm talking about is sexting. Mm-hmm. 61% of single people expect sexting will be more popular than ever post-pandemic because that's what we've been doing during the pandemic. 55% of young people say they've turned to technology for ways to be sexually intimate during the pandemic. This includes things like video chats, though, okay. and phone sex. So we're talking about you interacting with somebody else through technology. 57% of single people say they now place a higher value on non-physical types of intimacy. Okay, I'm going to say this again, and I've said it before on the show. Yes. We don't know yet. We really don't know. We don't know yet. People are making all these guesses. Look, I think once uh, we are fully opened up, 100% open, we're going to be in a different headspace than we're at now. Mm -hmm. And we're going to, just as quickly as the mind F was very real with the pandemic, Mm -hmm. you know, we were wiping down Amazon boxes in those first couple of months. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And now look where we're at. It's going to be the same thing when we get back to normal. Pretty soon, it'll be business as usual. (laughs) For everybody. A guy from the U.S. has sparked a heated debate online after a tweet he posted about men and their underwear. Okay, are you ready for this tweet? Sure. He said, let's be honest. No man wears a pair of underwear just one time before washing them. Every man wears each pair of underwear at least three to ten times before washing them. Let's Keep it a buck. So hey. I guess he's like saying something about commando. I don't know. Like one hundo, like a hundred percent, hundred cents. Oh, uh, let's keep it a buck. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> thanks, thank Bundus, you, Bundus, for the translation. Tell me, 
is this guy way off base? Like, what is he talking about? Hey, I'm wearing underwear right now. Uh-huh. The underwear I'm wearing. The last time... <laughs> How long do you think uh, they've? Uh, I've worn them since they've been washed last. A week, three <laughs> days, or are they fresh this morning? I would say that's a fresh pair you got on right there. Yeah, 100%. I even think you may iron your underwear. No, I don't iron my underwear. <laughs> I don't. But I mean, that's not. To, sometimes if I shower at night yes. before going to bed, uh-huh. I'll throw on fresh undies. Ooh. And then when I come into work at four in the morning, those fresh undies still there. Still like there. I, you know, I'll I'll carry on through the next part of the day. Okay. So I. That's about as far as I go. Mm-hmm. Or in the summer, mm-hmm. if I'm on vacation, mm-hmm. if I'm wearing underwear, like I uh, take a shower, then, uh, you know, like you're wearing a bathing suit all day. Gotcha. Not really wearing the underwear. Sometimes they might see a little second round action. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, but generally clean, a hundred, yeah, almost always fresh. I feel like this dude who wrote the post is on to something because I will wear the same pair of underwear a couple times, but I don't wear underwear all day long. So it's like I put on a pair of underwear when I come into work and it's literally from the car sitting in this chair and then the car ride back home, the underwear come off and they don't get put back on until I come back the next day. So as long as like I didn't sweat or go work out in them, if they're like, if they're good, if I didn't like go to the washroom, then what's wrong with the underwear? Why make more laundry for myself? Mm. Yeah, but you you just brought up the fact that... uh, Shame. You've been sitting in them all morning. Shame. Like that is, that's the... <laughs> so what? <laughs> I mean, you would have a, I think, better chance at selling the idea Shame. of reusing them over and over again if Shame. you told me you were standing in them. Shame. What is, you know? what's, what's the difference? Shame. I'm just sitting. I don't want to get into the logistics of it, but I, I see a difference. <laughs> and you're telling two you're times gonna, out of you're going to get that a second you day two times of eight out hours? Sure you can. I mean, you come on. There's no way. Yeah, but still, Bundus, this guy is saying three to ten times before washing. That's, so even Bundus, that's, that's, that's excessive. That's I think a, you can get oh. two wears out of a pair of underwear. <laughs> okay. And does anything feel better than putting on a fresh pair of underwear? I love it. I got underwear for everything. I got my sleeping underwear from Costco. I got the thongs when you don't want the visible panty lines. I got all different classifications of underwear for different events. I got the Spanx. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for the rundown. (laughs) (laughs) It's Tucker Amora. If you went up to a pharmacist and you said, what's the best thing for a headache? What do you think they're going to say? Are they going to say Tylenol or are they going to recommend Advil? I'm looking what? at, there's this annual report that comes out every year. It's called uh, the Over-the-Counter Guide. Okay. And this is where they uh, list the top things pharmacists recommend. So, let's get to it. For a headache on this list, for the Over-the-Counter Guide, do you think majority of pharmacists said Tylenol or majority said Advil? I know for myself, I tend to mostly have Advil around. I'm going to throw this one to Bundus, who suffers from migraines, and yeah. say he would know the one to go with. Um, I, it depends. I usually go with Advil because most of my headaches are in, in the neck, and Advil is, I find, better for um, uh, muscle know, stuff. You know, you're an idiot! Yeah. 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 Okay, I, don't, I guess I'm an idiot because I don't know what works for me. Really? But okay, really, I thought uh, they was—I thought he was onto something there. So, at, wait, 
They uh-huh. recommend actually Tylenol over Advil. De- For a but headache. But you're right. Everybody probably has one that they lean on for allergies. What do you think? I don't suffer from allergies. What is it? Aller- allergen? Uh, reactant? Reactant? Reactant or Claritin? Well, I like the reactant commercials. Yeah, guess what? That would be the wrong answer if you guessed that one. <laughs> uh, Claritin. Are they the one with the pollen count, or is that clear, or is that reactant? I think reactant is the one with the pollen count. Bunnis, right? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm yeah. literally looking at a list in front of me. I, I, I didn't do the research. I'm not a pharmacist. If you don't have the answers, maybe you shouldn't no, have brought it up. I have up. the answers to the question I'm asking. Just don't start following it up with other questions because well? there's like a 90% chance I don't know the answer. What if you go for a run? Yeah. Some people like to take a little Advil to ease that muscle tension. Yeah. So tell me. Okay, you want to know what the pharmacist recommend you take? Yes. A big glass of... Stop asking questions! I don't know the answer to! Good job! Okay, anyways. Back to what you were Thank telling you. us. Stupid. Best sunscreen. According, <laughs> oh, best sunscreen. Here we go. The, pharmacist. the one that doesn't sting your eyes, you, you know, idiot. It's a homemade paste involving zinc and some aloe vera. On you know what list. the best sunscreen is? It's yeah. called staying inside. It's called shade. <laughs> what is it? It's called shade. It's right probably there. the stuff that's on sale, which, by the way, is <laughs> no, the stuff that I get. That's not. That's the stuff that's on sale changes all the time. Yeah, yeah. I just go for what's on sale. Okay. Uh, they say Neutrogena. Uh, best multivitamin here. All right. Now, <laughs> Flintstones. The gummy ones. The gummy. Anything that is in gummy form is the best. Yeah, that's not. Do you know why? Because you'll take Because you'll take it because it's like a little treat, man. Yeah, instead of a pill. that you And some of those vitamins, man, it's like a horse pill. Yeah, you're choking on okay, it. Okay, Centrum or Flintstone? I would go Flintstone, but I'm sure it's probably Centrum. It's because you are immature. You're like a child. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Centrum, of course. Best pregnancy test. Okay. Ooh. Oh. Clear blue. It's got to be clear blue. I see the commercials. I like how Bundes jumps in right away. Uh, the best one is the one that's on sale. Yeah. <laughs> Their suggestion is first response. Best hand sanitizer? I mean... Uh, out. The on. one that's on sale the one is that the doesn't answer. Burn. The, one okay. the one that doesn't burn when you have a little paper cut. Ah! <laughs> yeah, if it doesn't burn when you have a paper cut, it's not the best one. It's probably the worst one. That's how you know you're dealing with good hand sanitizer. You know, like people who have uh, Coke problems and they want to know if the cocaine if good is cocaine, good and they yeah. like rub it in their gums or something. At least that's what I see on TV. Mm-hmm. The stinging of the hand is how you know it's good uh, Purell or good uh, hand sanitizer. I can't believe you related that to rubbing cocaine on your gums. Well, I'm just saying, if you put it on your hands and you're like, that doesn't hurt, get rid of it. Bring me another one. <laughs> Purell is the brand they recommend. Okay. Anything yeah. else we should no, know? No, I think we're done. Do you guys remember that liberal MP from Quebec who accidentally was fully buck naked on a Zoom meeting with Parliament? Do you remember that story? Yeah, he came back from running or he was going for a run and he changed, didn't he know said, the camera was yeah, on. Yeah, he said he was in from a jog, Yeah, stripped down, naked, didn't realize the meeting was in progress and the camera was on. Well, same dude fully exposed himself again. 
Wait, same guy? Tucker, same guy. What was he doing this time? Well, God, I don't know. Is he trying to send a message to Parliament or something? This time he was caught urinating. Oh, jeez. Fully urinating on the internal parliamentary video feed for Commons Proceedings. This guy needs a piece of tape on that camera. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, he said it was an accident. He's apologized. But, you know, before when this happened, a lot of his colleagues in the Liberal Party were standing behind him, rallying behind him. Well, everyone was upset that a picture of the incident had leaked because the only people that would have had access to that video feed would have been staff of the, you know, either yes. members of parliament or their staff. Right. So it obviously got leaked out and we found out who the person was. Yes. That person came forward and said, I don't know who gave it to the media, but I took the picture. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it left my phone. Well, this time no one took a photo, but it happened. And the story is out there. And uh, the speaker said, this is a serious breach of the rules of decorum. Um, so now an inv- a full investigation is going to follow. And this guy has stepped aside from his role and has promised to seek unspecified assistance to deal with whatever. He says it was an accident. So is it to deal with kind of like, you know, how do I set up my office here so that this sort of thing never happens again? But it does make you wonder, is he doing this on purpose? That's twice now. I've got his phone number. Okay. You want to call him? Give him a shout. See what's going on here. Hello. (laughs) You're on with Tucker and Mora. Hello. Tucker and Mora calling. (laughs) He's peeing. Is this on purpose? I don't know what's going on. Is he sending us a message? I thought he was ready for a call. I guess not. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll try him later and see if he wants to comment All on this. All right. Okay. Thank you. I don't know if you saw this yesterday, but there's this post that's kind of going viral right now. Um, and it's like this, this public service announcement to anybody who's going to hit a patio this weekend. Yeah, because Friday, right? It's, it's 12.01 Friday. That means like any, once Friday starts, the patios are open. I mean, you might find some patios open Thursday night at midnight. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. it's 12.01 a.m. And they moved last call back to its normal 2 a.m. That's right. So, so. so you think someone's going to open at 12.01 a.m.? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's going to be a crazy COVID <laughs> opening party somewhere. There's going to be like lots of places yeah. that are going to just do it for those two hours. Hardcore. Oh, yes. I want to go there. You want to go there? Because that's like, I want to I hang out where the hardcore people are hanging out. Uh, and that's hardcore. Stand if you're, if in you're, line. You're going to be closed all night until 12.01, and then it's going to be like, all right, let's pour some drinks. We have one hour and 59, 59 minutes, minutes yeah. to get everyone served as much as possible. But there's this post going around, and I thought it was kind of cute. It says, to anyone hitting a patio this weekend, this is a gentle reminder. We know you're excited to get out and enjoy food and drinks on a patio. We know you haven't been able to do this in seven months. Please remember that that means we haven't been able to serve you in seven months. We haven't been able to cook for you in seven months. We may be a little bit rusty. We are adjusting. Please be kind to your servers, support staff and cooks. We've all had a rough time. We're just doing our best. We are just as excited to have you as our guest, but please be patient. 
Remember, our wages have been greatly impacted. And don't forget to tip. Have a great, safe weekend. So they're basically saying service <laughs> might be rough this weekend and the food might be a little rough and not up to the normal uh, standards. I mean, even though a lot of places have been open for takeout, they haven't had like their full operation. You know, now the line cooks are going to be coming back. Places are going to be fully staffed again. So it might not be smooth service this weekend. That's all they're saying. Right. Yeah. These are people who've been haven't been able to work in a lot of cases or have chosen not to work for some people, because I know some restaurants are having trouble getting staff back mm-hmm. because they're still feeling like, oh, well, are we going to even make enough to make it worth it to get off the program that we're on? That yeah. The government's helping us with. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, so, sir, I mean, we have to staff up at our bar. Because our patio, you know, we have one of those patios that's been blocked off by the city and they just, it was so small before. So we've been asking for a little bit more space and they just extended it. So now we're like, okay, that's great, but we need more people to work now. So what you're telling me is service is going to be bad this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're telling me. Basically. It's Tucker and Maura in the morning. Energy 95.3. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.